listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to a special Christmas edition of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hello, Hello everyone. Again. Merry this Christmas. seems strange, doesn't it, Steve? Hey? It does seem a little bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get back into the swing of it. It's been a little while, hasn't it? Yeah. Good uh, couple of months. That's right. Since we uh, ended the weekly show. It does seem longer than that, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> yeah, it, it does a little bit. People, lots of people have been saying how much they miss it, and we're very sorry that you are missing it. Um, we've obviously been super busy, so it's uh, it's just been taken one thing to take off our schedule. <laughs> That's right. Really. I, well, something had to give, didn't it, Steve? And it, more for you and for me. I mean, I'm I'm busy enough with the artwork. But uh, you've been a really busy, busy boy, haven't you? With all the things you've been doing. Yeah, pretty busy, pretty busy. So let's tell people what's been happening since we ended the the weekly show. The last one we did was um, with the masterclass picture. So that's the the last weekly show we did when we revealed the seaside uh, scene. Oh, right. That you did. Yep. So yep. let's talk about what's happened since then, because we've uploaded tons and tons and tons of projects since then some to youtube some to the members website um the communities continue to grow um so firstly the the masterclass picture that went down well lots of people enjoyed that and have been giving it a go you know despite its masterclass level everyone's been you know trying it which is brilliant isn't it that's right and as we said at the time um although it's a masterclass people should have a go at it it's just the expectations uh, needs to be dropped down a little bit. You can't really expect to pick up something like that and, you know, do it to a high standard. Um, although the ones I've seen have been pretty good, to be honest. Mm. Uh, I mean, that, that um, it surprised me. Yeah. But I think it's the same. We've got quite a few of these coming up, uh, masterclasses. Um, what we mean by it, just to reiterate, the, it just means that the level of expertise is heightened. You know, I've, I haven't pulled any punches. I know I don't ordinarily, but here I really sort of push the boat out. And we've got quite a few already in the pipeline that's going to be going out in the new year. And I've got a couple more that uh, I want to do. Uh, so they'll be on my drawing board very soon. Mm. But that's the idea of it. I think the the master. It's a nice. It's a nice. Um, people when they they, they produce a, a picture from that masterclass should be very satisfied that they've had a crack at something really good. It's like taking a a master, you know, a constable or a, or one of the other big names, and doing that and making a good job of it. Mm. And uh, you know, this is uh, it's very complimentary to everybody. The, also, the difference in these is the range of colours that you're using. Mm. Um, you've always sort of said to me that you've never really, before, until recent years, you've said you've never really used more than 40-odd colours, but it's safe yes, to say right. that you're now branching into the 20 or so colours of the pit pastel pencil range that you would never have normally yeah. dipped into. That's right. Well, at one time, I, I, I said that you'd, you don't really need the full range of colours, but I think you do now. I would, I would, uh, you know, 
withdraw that statement. I think it is important to have the full range of the 60 because there are going to be occasions when you're going to need all of them. Mm. And, you know, especially in the flowers that went up, I mean, that, that uh, was uh, quite a few uh, extra <laughs> colours. Yeah, very when you, when you change When you change tack, I mean, when you stick to the animals and you, you tend to, to follow the same pattern, you know, of colours. The same colours keep popping up. But when you branch out, like uh, I did with that, then it changes. Then, then you need other colours to supplement it, other tones. Mm. And uh, I, I also think, and I've said it before, that it's not a bad idea to get extra pastel pencils anyway. Mm. The Faber-Castell range of 60 is a very good range. I would have loved it if they'd have made a higher range of colours uh, because I would have used them almost certainly. However, the 60 is good enough. And I would say that that 60 is your mainstay. But there's no reason at all why you can't bring other colours in, um, other makes in, and use them to complement them. The great mm. thing about the pastel pencil is they do all uh, work together. Mm. We get told a lot, actually. I see a lot of comments of people saying that they've uh, upped their range with Carbothello and Conti uh, and even some Derwent colours. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think if you if you stick to the, the Faber-Castell as the, the main product, this is what I would do. I mean, I don't use any other, uh, in fairness. Uh, I'd love to, but I, I don't feel that I can justifiably do that because we're selling the pencils, we're uh, advertising that they are the cat's whiskers, which they are. Um, so I don't do that. But that doesn't mean to say others shouldn't. And I think uh, I would encourage people to use uh, other colours. Uh, it, it expands the range. It expands your um, interest too. Mm. Much more interesting to try different ones. But they won't measure up quite to the, to the favour. Mm. The uh, next picture we did, um, well, the next one I, I can think of, was the Staffy Cross um, which yeah. was the, the dog picture yeah. um, that was very, very impressive to look at. It, and it was, we, yeah. I was going to say we've seen many, many <laughs> versions of that, which are also very impressive from people. Yeah. I, again, it, it, almost that was almost a masterclass, wasn't it? it, it almost, it, it's yeah. It's all dark and I think, oh, my goodness. And when I, when I did the background of that, um, I remember it was a few months ago now I did that, and I thought, oh, dear, dear, dear. What sort of mess are people going to get into with all this black and um, 181 and then the blue on top and then the grey putting on top of the black? I, I broke all the rules with that, but it really came out stunning. Again, though, Steve, you, when you do something like that, you think, right, well, that worked. Other people are finding that okay, so now I can push the boat out even further and try other things. And since then, I have use the some of the techniques i use for that i've used on uh, since then too mm. there's wonderful contrast in that dog picture mm. as well because it's it's you know it's uh, darker tones and you mm. see a real contrast on the face and the the body and everything and also not just a head and shoulders picture in that particular one you've gone sort of three quarters of the body as well is in the yes. picture which is an interesting composition 
that's right. That's right. Again, breaking the rules. <laughs> breaking the rules. Uh, well, I, I like doing that. I have to be careful um, not to break the rules too much, you know, keep within um, my own guidelines. But it's nice to do that. It's nice because you can, um, from the experimental point of view and challenging point of view, and uh, it's good fun to do it. It's something different, isn't it, when you find something different to do. Mm-hmm. And then when you achieve it, you think, wow, look what I have achieved here. I wouldn't have believed it possible a few years ago when we started that I would be doing these kind of things. And there's more to come, mm-hmm. as you know. There's some really, really tricky things coming up. Well, there's one masterclass which stands out uh, in my head. Uh, it's a portrait and it's really colourful. <laughs> there's so many bright colours. It really hits you in the face. And yes. I know that's going to be one of the earlier pictures we're going to put up next year. So that, that's a beautiful members picture. are going to be absolutely blown away by it. But again, it's the talking. We were talking of color earlier, the range of colors that you're that's right. using, but also um, the the techniques in that are just. I don't think I've ever seen a more difficult portrait, or what something what seems to be the most <laughs> difficult portrait I think you've ever done, and you've done some proper detailed ones in the past. But this is. Yeah, well, the, the the portrait side is expanding. I've got to say that's the we've done a few now that are in the pipeline that people will see, and I want to do more of the well. The problem, as I've explained to you in the past, with portrait work is people don't want to do just anybody. You know, it's got to have it's got to be uh, frameable, and you know, it's got to go. It's got to be put somewhere. You can't put a picture of my granny on the wall. No one would want to do that. I would. It'd be great for me and our family, but generally you can't do that. So you've got to be careful. But the ones who I've chosen so far have been really interesting, and uh, I think people are going to love doing them. And there are more uh, on the way too. Um, so it, it, it's a bit of a challenge, that one. The actual portrait size is a challenge. Mm. But I've got to keep them coming because people want to know how to do them, uh, to do more mm. uh, of them themselves. We've also done some, well, you've also done some of your starter packs in video form now um, that have gone uh, on the member site and both uh, a selection onto YouTube. Uh, the mm. Tiger Portrait um, mm. was one and the Sunset Picture was a, another one, which are, are both doing very well as, as free uh, courses on um, mm. both our website That's and right. on YouTube. Well, the idea is, of course, behind that is to expand the uh, you know the appeal of the pastel pencil, and it's working. We're bringing more members in because of it. Uh, we're getting a lot more views. We're getting a lot more uh, subscribers. So it's expanding, and as that expands, uh, the member site. Uh, you know they they benefit by it because we uh, these are all extras aren't they Steve they're not mm. they're not we we consider those as not part of the members uh, site at all they're, no. they're still getting their their um, once a fortnight picture going up but these are extras but I think it is nice to do that they tend to be like the sunset and the uh, the, the other ones we've done tend to be simplified so some of the some of our 
hardened and very experienced pastel pens as artists are going to find them a bit simple but this is the idea of it is to try to bring people in and Mm. it's as i say it's working really well so uh, the whole thing is is going extremely well at the moment Mm. and uh, very well pleased with it and again we've got a few more coming up Mm. other notable projects we've done uh you did the pig portrait and the pygmy goat following a sort of barn yard animal (laughs) trend that we we went on um so something different there as well some different animals it, well it it's nice isn't it when when you uh, the pig i loved the pig i really loved that pig and i love watching it back because i'd done it a little little while before you put it up and uh, i love watching that back and a popular animal mm. and uh it was a lovely um pose we we managed to get there and all of the others um you know the pygmy goat that was done that was i'm sure the I can't remember who it was, but somebody asked us, uh, asked me if I could help them with a pygmy goat. Do you remember? Way, way yeah, back. Yeah, it was a long time ago, yeah. And uh, then I, and it was such a delightful little picture. I thought, oh, maybe we'll put that on our list. So we did, and, and we did, and we did it. Mm. And I was pleased I did. Mm. Once again, quite a simple little picture, but uh, great again. Mm. And then we branched out, which we've still got some more to come, and these grey tone um, pictures using five pastel pencils mm. um, the mm. Ford which went onto YouTube uh, which is is climbing up the views uh, they're doing brilliantly and we've got some more uh, grey tone pictures that are going to come out and um, talk about how you, they came about well the the, the the first one the Ford which I decided to do that purely because it, the other grey tones we did were popular so I did that in the same way. That was done with the uh, the white paper. You know, it was put white on white and so on. Um, but and uh, the the other one that's coming out that was also there's another one that's coming out that was done in the same way, in the same uh, format. But then, um, which we can't talk too much about because it's going to come out in the new year, early in the new year, I believe, is. I changed tact a bit. I thought, hmm, wonder if it would work with the our normal uh, sand-coloured pastel paper. And I did a few little doodles and playing around with it, and it did work. And I thought, right, okay, well, if that did work, let's go for it. So I did quite a major picture, and it stunned me. It really did. Um, I can't say I don't. I don't want too much talk too much about it, but it's something that um, people are going to see, and they're going to see a change of tact. Instead of the white paper being used, it's sand-coloured on grey paper, and you can only guess at the moment how that's all going to work out. But it did, and it came out really well. Mm. So. I think I like the idea of grey tone and I like the idea of putting, you know, um, half a dozen colours together like that without uh, too much colour. I mean, we've got other other pictures where I've used up to 40 pencils and uh, that's great too. Uh, you've got loads of colour, but it is nice too just to restrict your palette sometimes. Mm. Uh, as we've done with the six pencil uh, sunsets and other ones we've done, so I think it's 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 all 
looking at the whole thing, you know, by moving from one, and this is what we want our members to do, don't we? Move one picture to another, something different. Try this, try that. In watercolour and oil and acrylic, you kind of like have to follow the same formula all the time. I've got a couple of good friends of mine who are watercolour artists and I see their pictures and every single one of them looks the same as the last one did. Do you know? It, mm. I mean, okay, there's a rock in a different place and maybe that tree's moved over a bit and that water's, you know, a little bit different. But basically it's the same thing over and over again. Now, with a pastel pencil and the way we do it, every picture is something different. Mm. And that's what I like. I would have been... I probably would have given up by now. If I had been a, stayed a watercolour artist, I would have given up. Mm. I would have lost the challenge. I lost the... F- um, I, I think when you do something because you're earning a living at it and uh, people expect you to do it and uh, you follow the same thing that you've done 100,000 times before, that can be very, very boring. It's like you doing a play and for, the, for five years and doing exactly the same thing every single night. Uh, in the end, it becomes a little stale. Mm. And this is what I never wanted to happen with our site. I wanted our site to be fresh all the time. Mm. And every time I start work on a new project, which is, I mean, I, I, I'm working on a daily basis, as you know, I can't wait to get up in the morning. I can't wait to start because I know I'm going to find something different. I'm mm. going to do something different. And isn't that exciting? Yeah, I think it also says something about the person and it shows in their work if they're able to challenge themselves with different pictures, Mm. Um, not just physically getting the techniques down and learning the techniques, but mentally um, the confidence coming through their work, Mm. Um, seeing someone's work where they've clearly done portraits and they've done a landscape and they've done this and they've done a greater and they've tried a sepia, they've done that. They've the confidence comes through their picture and it's a certain mm. type of person that we're attracting with the pastel pencil medium there's a certain type of artist that sort of wants that challenge of a medium that is has such a broad spectrum That's attached right. to it um mm. which is which is i think uh human nature in general it, it can apply to all sorts of um other creative aspects as well not just art Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that wants to learn, it, it's a certain type of person that wants to learn a specific medium that has a lot to teach them. That's right. It's different, isn't it? It's very interesting. And that's why the pastel pencil is so um, unique. That's right. And, and it's, it's uh, obviously, it goes without saying, the subject material is enormous. I don't think there's a subject that I haven't tackled. I'm going back over the years, I may not have tackled them all on the member site, but certainly over the years of my uh, experience with my classes and so on, I think I must have tackled every single subject there is. I can't think of one mm. that, that I haven't that I haven't done, and that gave me the um, the confidence to uh, you know and uh, enjoyment really to continue um, beyond retirement, which is I'm well beyond retirement now. <laughs> and 
I can see it going on as long as, you know, I can hold a pencil and I can see what I'm doing. Mm. Uh, as long as I can do that, then I can see me going on and on and on. Well, going from retirement to the complete reverse of that, we've got a, a, a question that's coming from Wendy. Right. And I want to talk about, which is talking about being employed rather than being retired. Um, and that's, she says, hi, Colin, I'm thinking of going self-employed next year. and wondered if you have any tips or guidance. I thought I could do pet portraits uh, starting locally to try it out to see if I can get some commissions. I have a few connections that I can build on. I could fit this around my employed job easily. Um, I have an appointment next year with a friend who is an accountant. He is willing to do the tax side of things. It feels like the next step for me, but is a bit daunting. I'm particularly confused as to whether I would need an insurance, uh, whether I would need insurance as I plan to show my work at uh, Fates craft shows uh, to advertise what I can do. Any suggestions would be gratefully appreciated. Kind regards, Wendy. So, right. What do you think? Right. Well, um, let's take it bit bit at a time, um, Steve. One of the things that I picked up insurance. That's one thing that uh, was asked. I wouldn't worry about that at the moment at all. That forget that. That doesn't. I mean, you know, I don't think there is a time when I needed it myself and all the time that I've been doing it I never got insurance so there's no real need for that so forget that um as far as the plunge taking the plunge um if you have a job that you uh earning you good money and you want to knock that on the head and take up art that would be very foolhardy because you you you've got no guarantees at all it's a bit like with you steve if you know an actor if you give up everything you do for us and everything say i'm now going to devote my time to the stage and he doesn't come in or you you struggle because you would struggle to start with so i think that that wouldn't work but in kate wendy's case i think she's in a perfect position to do it if you're able to do it then uh Take it slow. I would definitely take it slowly. Just a few pictures, and I would certainly get a few pictures together before you even begin. And what I would do is pick up some of the popular animals, any cats are popular, and do a few dog portraits of the popular animals, Labradors, Golden Retrievers, um, and the um, uh, German Shepherds, Yorkies, Dogs like that, which are universally acceptable and people love to see them. And I'd get a whole load of them together, plus a few owls maybe, and pick uh, the pig would be a perfect uh, picture. Pictures that you think people would buy. And then when you do your craft shows and so on, you can sell pictures that you've already done. Hmm. And you can do a few more and... This is what I did when I first started. I, I started selling pictures. The problem you've got, if you were just to say, I do now pet portraits and that's all I'm going to do, that puts an awful lot of pressure on you to produce the goods every time. One of the problems you're going to face is the photography side. If you take your own photographs, then that's fine because you, you know then that uh, what you're looking for. 
but very often you'll be getting somebody give you one that, well, I'm sorry that, um, you know, this, the dog died two years ago, but I've got some lovely pictures. And they're not lovely pictures. They're lovely pictures to them, but they're not lovely pictures as far as we're concerned. And these are the kind of things that you're going to be facing. Now, I don't want to put people off when I say all this, but these are things that I, I happened to me when I first started. I did a, very well as a pet portrait artist to start off with, and but even that got a bit tedious in the end. And I found that I had to just, you know, if I was making a living at it, which I kind of was, although I had the gallery supporting me as well, um, you 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 feel pressure, and the pressure is the something that you don't really want. Uh, you know, worried about, I wonder what people will say. You might like the picture, it might have come out very well, but you're still going to have a sleep this night, the night before you take it along to the customer and say, mm. what do you think? So these are things that you've got to be very careful of and you've got to think through before you start. As far as the accountant is concerned, um, that's probably a good idea uh, to have a chat. But again, I don't think you'll, he'll give you advice on, on, you know, how much to charge and, and uh, what you're going to be needing. Um, and the other thing about payment, now this is another problem, a, a payment or a charge for a pet portrait can be anything from, what, 20, 30 pounds up to 100, 200 pounds. Problem there is people will judge you on the standard of your work. If you're an amateur artist or just coming out of the amateur arts into sort of semi-professional, your, your standard won't be the highest. Therefore, people would not be expected to pay very high. So my advice is always start lowish. And one of the little tips that I can give people is if you want to produce a picture framed, the framing itself is very expensive. Even if you were to buy all the materials and do it yourself, it's still expensive. The best way out of that, really, is to buy ready-made frames. The trouble is you'd have to put a standardization onto this. You know, you'd have a frame, uh, say it was a, a 14 by 11 frame, with a mount inside it already made, and they would be cheaper to buy. And then you could put your picture in that. And that keeps your cost down. So mm. a customer then will be paying you maybe 30, 40 pound, 50 pound maybe for your picture, plus the cost of your frame. But if it's a ready-made frame, that might only be 10 pounds, top whack probably. Mm. So you're not putting a great deal of money on. But if you were to charge somebody for 50 pound for your work that you've done for them, and then put a 40-pound frame on them, you see you're really starting to push that up into mm. a, a high bracket. And yeah. it could make a difference. So all of these, these are the, you asked me for my guidance and my tips. I've given you a few there. and um, But I, I certainly think it's worth going for in your situation because you've got nothing to lose, have you? Mm. Well, she's still working at a job as well. you know. That's right. Um, on the side too so it's a sensible seems like a sensible route to take i think i think it's it's worth a go yeah mm. definitely 
Well, all the best, Wendy. Uh, do keep us posted um, on how you're getting on. And uh, anyone else there out there um, that wants to share their advice, we've got a pastel pencil community um, uh, on uh, on our website. You can get to there by a, there's a link in the top right of Colin Bradley Art um, to go to the community and and have these kind of discussions. You know, we can talk about this. I might raise a topic on there anyway and see what people's viewpoints are, mm, um, especially of those that have already gone self-employed. Um, it'd be be good to collect some of uh, our listeners and uh, other students' knowledge on that too. So. It's a natural progression, isn't it? If if you're doing pet portraits, um, you know, and we do a lot of them here on, on, on the site, then it kind of goes that you want to do something with them. Mm. And nearly all the pet portraits that I do and all the pictures that I do are sellable pictures. I mean, and I do it deliberately so that you can, you know, put it in your local art fate or fair or gallery, mm. whatever, and your chances are you're going to sell it. This is why I designed them that way. So it's a natural progression then to go to pet portraits. And I'm, I know there's probably hundreds of people out there who have um, been asked, oh, could you do my picture? Can you do this? Can you do that? Uh, and why not? Hmm. Get a good picture, though. Photograph is essential. Mm. Yeah. Good. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about on this Christmas special is a new product you've been using the tapered uh gray color shaper yeah um because we've we've just started i'll say we've just <laughs> recently started selling that on our store and it's uh the gray version of the uh the ivory tapered color shaper which a lot of people love and use and you've been yeah. using for a while so what made you pick up the gray version of that that size and that particular shaped shaper well, there was a hole in the market, really, Steve. What I, I used the grey colour shaper, as people know, uh, started off with that. And that's really good because it's quite a firm uh, shaper, so you can, especially on the darker colours. The ivory colour shaper is a great colour shaper. That's the, that's the uh, chisel one because that's uh, softer than the grey. And uh, people, and I, that's our most popular one. Mm. But then I needed another one for the tapered one, which has, again, proved really popular. It was slightly softer than the ivory, so I could use it for blending um, finer, uh, getting a finer blend. But it also went in places where the ivory wouldn't go unless you used a corner. So that became very popular. But then I wanted something that was harder, and I found that the, the tapered ivory wouldn't, wasn't man enough for the job for that particular purpose. Mm. Uh, so I thought, okay, well, we'll try the uh, great tapered one. So I did. I tried it because I didn't want to, if you, you remember, we, we decided to try it first, try it for a trial run to see whether it was going to be popular. And I found it was. I wouldn't say people will use it all the time, but it's, it's not a, another tool in mm. your arsenal. So that one, that's why I did it. And people will see that more now. It's it, uh, you know we're always a little bit behind in our pictures that are coming, so there's a few that are coming out where that's being used, and there's going to be a lot more in time where that's going to be used. It's like you've got four four shapers there. I don't think I'm ever going to need any more than that. <laughs> you said that the last two I did, times. didn't I? I did say that, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I did say I don't think I didn't say 
I'm never going to. No, I know. No, I, I, I don't think the only time, Steve, when I might change my mind on that is if we go into soft pastel and I start using polychromos and soft pastel, which I do intend to do, mm. then might be a reason for me to use the half-inch flat color yeah. shape. Now, whether it will be gray or ivory, I'm not sure yet. I've got a gray one myself. People may have seen me using it. In fact, I did use it you once. You used it on the Renoir. the flowers, didn't I? Did, you did I? Oh, in, the, in the Renoir as well, did I? Have I have a feeling ah. you did. I have a feeling you did. I'm not ah. sure. Well, uh, I would have, I, if I'd used it, I would have said, folks, you can use this, but the gray uh, number two would work as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I do resist using it because I don't, it's quite an expensive one. Yeah, so it's a bigger, bigger. Yeah, it's bigger and uh, it would be a bit pricey. And you wouldn't need it all the time. So, um, but if uh, we progress to a soft pastel and I start using it more and more, then there may be, mm. I will, I'll introduce it. We'll, we'll bring them into stock and then people, if they want them, they can have them. But I can't see that being used for the normal pastel pencil work. Can't see it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, I wanted to just touch on, on that new uh, tool that you've been using so people uh, get to know what that's used for. Um, okay, good. So things to look forward to then in the new year. We've got obviously loads more projects, uh, more colourful projects, more challenging projects. Um, you just mentioned add some soft pastel and polychromos um, pictures um, mm -hmm. that we're we're going to be looking at and also these amazing grey tone pictures as well so lots and lots and lots coming out um, lots to look forward to um, yes this picture you were talking about earlier should be up in the early part of uh, January the uh, grey tone picture that's going to blow everyone away and it's got some really special techniques in that picture um, so yeah tons to look forward to Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward for the reaction when when we bring something like this out. You mm. know, um, it's, it's as exciting for us. I mean, we know what's coming, and we think, right, here it goes. It, it's on Facebook and it's on the our member site, and then we uh, quite rightly expect the reaction, mm. and that's going to get a reaction. I it can will. Tell you. Oh, oh it yes. Will. yes. Yeah, it's the reason um, I won't talk too much about it, but the reason I decided to do it like that was I wanted to do a particular scene. And I had this particular scene in my head for a long time. I did at one point in time start it and don't know that it wouldn't work. The detail was enormous and I thought, no, it won't work. So I shelved it. I brought it up again several times over the last two or three years. I brought it up again. I said, no, nope, it's still not going to work. But then I had this inspired uh, idea. Wait a minute. What if I did this? And that's the result of it. <laughs> we got it. Cryptic. We got it in. We did it. And it came off well, as people will see. But what uh, I like about it uh, is that people can do their own pictures once they've seen this done and they've got the techniques they can actually adapt their own pictures their own ideas their own uh it, it's a landscape anyway so they can adapt their own landscapes so 
they can actually do their own thing with this. I shall be doing more anyway uh, in the coming year, uh, another two or three, because it's, it's like a, a cycle I want to I want to complete. So they can do my pictures, but I think they'll be able to do their own, mm. which is what's nice about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Okay, well, we'll conclude our special Christmas podcast there and hopefully we'll do uh, another one in the new year at some point celebrating some other occasion. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I'm sure. Sure we've got to have one of them, haven't we? We've got to have, a, got to have a, an occasion coming up, maybe yeah. towards Easter maybe. That would, might be a nice idea. Yeah, we're not particularly religious in any shape or form, no, but, but no. We'll, we'll pick the religious holiday, shall we? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, we hope everyone has an absolutely lovely Christmas and uh, gets all the art project uh, art products that they want from Santa, um, hopefully from our store. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we hope uh, you have also a lovely new year as well. And Yes, and I second that. Um, have a great time. We are going to, aren't we, Steve? We are. We're all together, Christmas uh, Day. So. That's right. Which is when this podcast is going out. Oh, well, oh, we, we can listen to it then, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> maybe not maybe not we'll let everyone else listen all right then. so um that's it then for for this time thanks everyone for listening i'm steve bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy, enjoy your week. week you've been listening to colin bradley artcast learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home for free courses and more information visit colinbradleyart.co.uk 